0: art-loving homeschoolers unite. If you've been looking for a place where you can find fun ideas for your homeschool art and introduce your kids to the amazing world of art history, you found it. Grab your coffee and join me, Lotus Stewart, a homeschooling mom of two creative teenagers and the founder of Art History Kids. This is the Homeschool Art Revolution podcast, where each week we'll explore simple yet powerful ideas that will help you to nurture your child's creativity and self expression. I'm so delighted you're here. Let's dive into this week's chat. Welcome back to the Homeschool Art Revolution podcast. I'm Lotus, and I'm so excited you're here. I cannot wait to talk about today's topic. All month long, we have been focusing on really quick, simple ideas that we can easily implement that will infuse our homeschool with so much creativity and joy and imagination and beauty and all of the things we want for our homeschool and our life and our kids, but sometimes don't really make it into the schedule, because we have so many other things that feel like more important priorities. But if you've hung around with me long enough, you know how I feel about art and how it is such an important priority. It really does impact everything else. And that's actually the um, topic for the next podcast. But today I wanted to talk about a quote that I read. So I was scrolling Instagram, and I I saw this quote, and it's Ralph Waldo Emerson. And he said, I cannot remember the books I have read any more than the meals I have eaten. Even so, they have made me. And I love this quote for so many reasons. I love it because I am somebody who really appreciates books and literature and also um, great food and cooking and that culinary kind of components to family life. But I don't think that what he's really talking about there is the culinary part, even though that's where my mind goes. But I think what he's saying is, I don't have to remember every meal I've eaten that to make it something that was important, and makes me who I am, and provided me with energy that day and fueled me for another day and nourished my body, and nourished my soul, maybe. So I think a lot of times we think about things and doing them with our kids when they're old enough, or when they'll remember it. So many times when my kids were little, I could see the looks of people that were like, why you're crazy, lady, why are you bringing a a baby and an ergo baby, and a toddler who definitely, you know, looks like he wants to go run around and be crazy. What are you doing in an art museum with these kids? And of course if you again have hung out with me long enough you know that I wasn't in the art museum for more than 20 or 30 minutes because I you know only wanted to be there just long enough to to expose them to that beauty and bring that joy into their existence. We weren't there for the whole day, but I felt like it was such an important thing for them to be around this beautiful art, to just have it be part of their common knowledge from a very young age. And it's not like I was telling them the names of the artists or what the art movements were, trying to have them memorize any dates or talk about the elements and principles of art and design. We weren't doing any of that. We were just looking and talking and wandering And when it was time, then we left and we would go back again a few weeks later. And we just repeated that. And now they have grown into the most creative, amazing people. And even though neither one of them is uh, an artist in terms of like making paintings or drawings, although they do, uh, my daughter loves to draw But they're interested in different things. They're not going to become painters. And that's fine. That was never the point. I wanted to fill their minds and their souls and their hearts and their just life experience with this beauty right from the beginning. not necessarily even just beauty, but in intrigue, interest, wondering about abstract art. Why would an artist paint that way? Wondering about why does this style look different than that style? asking questions about color and what does this mean? And what is symbolism? All these fun conversations that just naturally came up when we saw art together. So um, just like I think with things with our kids, a lot of times we feel like we need to wait until they'll remember it, big vacations or, you know, epic outings or things like that. Let's wait until the kids will remember it. Let's put it off. But with art, it's something that right from the very beginning, it makes such a beautiful impact on the people that they become. And like Ralph Waldo Emerson said, um, even though he may not remember these things, the books and the meals, that's what made him. And even though my kids may not remember all the art that we saw together it's what made them, it shaped them. And deep down, it's in their subconscious. And it's something that can never be taken away, even though their conscious memory might not remember it. It's part of who they are now, because they saw it from just such a young age. So it shapes the way that they now look at things, their observational skills, the way they notice things and consider new ideas, the way We talk about things and the way they are creative in their own different ways through dance and through music. So it just puts this really um, important deposit in like your beauty bank. If you think about all of these things that we need to fill in ourselves, that aren't necessarily the academics and aren't necessarily the things that a school counselor would tell us are important things for our kids. But these are the things that will deeply, deeply um, nourish them and just kind of create amazing people who look at the world through this artistic lens. All right, well, that is longer than I intended to chat about this today. I wanted to keep these really quick so that we could be in and out and just have an inspiring idea to bring into our our practice and our routine in February. So if you have not been to an art museum lately with your kids, I would encourage you to go, even if you go for an hour or so. Depending on how old your kids are, go for 15 or 20 minutes if you can. If there's a free day and you can pop in. If there's a sculpture garden that you could go walk around outside. Even if you go to Google Arts and Culture. I love this website. You can close up look at this art. You can see like the cracks in the painting. You can zoom in. You can see all kinds of art. So if you can't go to an art museum in person... Um, look at art online, go to your library, just pull out a beautiful, big volume of art history and turn to a page and just look at it together. You look at one thing and I always, always say, like simple is better, look at one painting. And when you really do that and look at it intentionally, looking at that painting for five or 10 minutes is so much more powerful than trying to see everything in the museum or trying to flip through all the pages in that book it's going to be memorable and it's going to be more impactful because it's the thing that you focused on. So just kind of find one thing this week. How can you bring a little bit of beauty and art into your routine? One of those ideas or maybe something else that you think of. I would love to hear about what you end up doing. Find me on Instagram. I'm at Art History Kids on all the platforms. Um, Tag me and let me know what you're doing and how art inspired your homeschool this week. Even if your kids won't remember it, that's okay. It goes deeper than that. It's like something that will soak in and just layer after layer, time after time, the more they see this amazing art, it has this cumulative effect that is so exponential and just breathtaking over time. So I'm excited to hear what you do. I'll be back next week with another podcast. I love chatting with you this way. I cannot wait to chat with you on Instagram or wherever you hang out. Let me know what you thought and I'll see you soon. And until then, stay inspired.